This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the top three killers of geriatric cats, kidney disease. We'll be right back after these messages. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's my alpha cbd.com forward slash dogs because your furry friends are family let's talk pets on petliferadio.com to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about something called acute kidney injury and chronic kidney failure. Sometimes this is called chronic renal failure. I wanted to talk about this today because this is something that my own 19 and a half year old cat ended up developing, but he was able to live with chronic kidney disease for about five years. So if your cat was just diagnosed with kidney or what we call renal disease, you want to tune in. The kidneys are normally really important for eliminating waste from the body, concentrating urine, and balancing the amount of water and salt in the body. If the kidneys aren't working, it typically results in two types of diseases, acute or chronic. Acute kidney injury, which is abbreviated AKI, used to be called acute renal failure or acute kidney failure. But they moved away from that because sometimes animals can survive it. So it doesn't always mean failure. But with acute kidney injury, it means that there's severe injury to the kidneys and it can result in really severe demise where the kidneys can actually shut down. If your cat was diagnosed with acute kidney injury, aggressive therapy is really important. And this typically needs to be done at a 24-7 veterinary facility like an ER vet to help minimize the risk of any kind of complications. If your cat survives acute kidney injury, they often will develop chronic kidney disease or what we call chronic renal failure, which is abbreviated CRF or chronic kidney injury, abbreviated CKI. Most cats are able to compensate with chronic kidney failure for months to years. Again, my own cat lived with it for over five years. That said, chronic kidney failure signs can be more mild and more progressive. This is one of the top three causes of demise in cats. So typically, it's cancer, kidney failure, and often complications from diabetes. Thankfully, with appropriate diagnosis, nutrition, monitoring, and supportive care, cats can live with chronic kidney disease for years. And again, I should know since my cat survived it. 
Most cat owners are often aware of chronic kidney disease, but I wanted to focus on this because I often will see this in the ER vet. So what are some of the signs that you need to be aware of? If you notice that you're filling your cat's water bowl more frequently than usual, please get to a vet right away. This is the number one sign that I see. Remember, cats are desert creatures. You rarely ever see them at the water bowl. And if all of a sudden you notice they're drinking out of the sink or they're hanging out by the water more, or you notice that their chin is wet as they're resting by the water bowl, that is a sign that you need to get to a vet right away. The second big sign is excessive urination. Now, I'm a pretty petite female, but my general rule is if you ball up your hand to a fist and the clumps in the litter box are bigger than my fist, you need to get to a vet. You as a cat owner, you know the size of your cat's normal urine clumps, but if they're too big, that's a sign of kidney failure. It could also be a sign of other diseases like diabetes or an overactive thyroid gland. So remember, excessive drinking and excessive urination in a cat is never normal. Again, these are desert creatures. So if you're noticing these two signs, please get to a vet right away because your cat will need some routine blood work. We'll talk about that a little bit later. A couple of other signs of chronic renal failure include muscle wasting, especially over the back. Now, this can be pretty subtle. It's oftentimes really hard to tell if your cat is losing weight. Sometimes your friends or neighbors will notice. I've had some pet owners bring in their cats into the ER and they said, oh, my mom came over and said that they noticed that, you know, my cat was losing some weight. It's really hard to pick this up when you live with your cat. But if someone notices it or you're petting your cat and all of a sudden you can feel their bones because there's not as much muscle over the back, please get to the vet right away. Now, this sounds a little neurotic, but because my cat had chronic kidney failure, I actually weighed both my cats on a human scale once a month for several years. I knew that weight loss was one of the classic signs that my cat's kidney failure was getting worse. So I would just lift up my cat every month, weigh him on a scale with me holding him, and then I'd weigh myself, subtract the weight. And I actually had this on my Google calendar to remind me to do this every month. I tracked my cat's weight, and when I started noticing that my cat was losing weight, that was when I knew I had to go in for some blood work. So again, three biggest signs of chronic kidney failure in cats, excessive drinking, excessive urination, and muscle wasting or weight loss. A couple other signs of chronic kidney failure include bad breath. If your cat has dental disease, this can also be a sign of dental disease, but most of the time, it's due to what we call uremic ulcers. When kidneys aren't working appropriately, the poisons build up in the bloodstream, and this ends up causing ulcers in the mouth, esophagus, and stomach, and it causes a really foul-smelling breath. We call this uremic halitosis. Sudden blindness or dilated pupils can be a sign of chronic kidney failure, and that's because we oftentimes will see high blood pressure or hypertension from having kidney failure. If the blood pressure is really high, it can detach the retinas of the eyes. The retinas are sort of the film in a camera. They're going to reflect back that light. And oftentimes with old school cameras, when we saw red eye, when we took pictures, that was because the retina was flashing back at the camera. If all of a sudden you notice sudden blindness, that could be because the retina, which is a really thin layer in the back of the eye, has detached due to high blood pressure. If you notice drooling or lethargy, if your cat is heat seeking due to low body temperature, if your cat seems dehydrated, has pale gums, has decreased appetite, is hiding, really weak, is twitching or rarely seizuring, these are all signs of chronic kidney failure. So please get to a vet right away. 
We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet. We've been talking about the common disease, chronic kidney failure. This is really commonly seen in older cats. And typically, cats with chronic renal failure or chronic kidney failure can live with it for several years with appropriate diagnosis, monitoring, nutrition, and treatment. We talked about some of the chronic signs of kidney failure, including drinking too much, having big clumps of urine in the litter box, losing weight or having bad breath or having a decreased appetite. Most importantly, how are you going to diagnose chronic renal failure in your cat? This is going to be based on a physical exam and urine and blood tests at your veterinarian. Now, here's my little tip. I always believe any cat over 10 years of age should have blood work done once to twice a year while visiting your veterinarian. And that means your cat needs to go to the vet every single year, especially as they become middle-aged. I actually recommend skipping the vaccines, except for the rabies vaccine, which is really important, and actually splurging on blood work instead. This is what I do on my own cats. And the reason why is because when I do an annual exam, there's several things I can pick up on a physical exam that may help me detect whether or not my cat has an underlying problem. Some of the blood tests that we're going to talk about include a CBC and a chemistry panel. Now, in a previous episode of ER Vet, I interviewed Dr. Garrett Pachtinger, a fellow criticalist, where he did one episode on all the types of blood tests we need in the ER. So definitely tune into that to get some more information. But some of these tests that are important include the CBC. The CBC stands for a complete blood count. This looks at the red and white blood cells, and this is going to help look for any kind of anemia or how well the bone marrow is responding. It's also going to look at the platelet count. The next important test is called the chemistry or a biochemistry panel. This is going to look at the kidney and liver function, the salt balance, the blood sugar, and the thyroid. I also want to get a urinalysis. Now, we have to obtain this ideally by sterile technique, what we call a cystocentesis. This is when we'll actually stick a sterile needle into your cat's bladder to get a urine sample. It's oftentimes really hard for cat owners to be able to collect a urine sample at home. And sometimes you can do this from the litter box where I'll put a couple of layers of plastic wrap or saran wrap on top. But most of the time, I want a sterile urine sample so I can culture it if needed to make sure there's not a urinary tract infection. With a urine test, I'm often looking for red and white blood cells, protein, or the presence of bacteria in the urine. The next test I'm going to do, typically in any cat over five to six years of age, is a T4 or thyroid test. This is a test to see if your cat has an overactive thyroid gland. And that's because excessive urination, excessive thirst, and weight loss can be seen with an overactive thyroid. A urine culture is a most accurate test 
to detect if there's a bacterial urinary tract infection or a UTI. And again, that is a must-do test if your cat was just diagnosed with kidney disease. Very rarely, I'll do a urine protein creatinine test. This is to look at the level of protein loss in the kidneys. I'll also do a blood pressure. Now, I always say every vet clinic in North America should always have at least one blood pressure monitor in their clinic. This is really important. You go to the doctor every time, you always get a blood pressure. Well, we can see hypertension where the blood pressure is too high in cats and dogs with certain diseases. If they have heart disease, kidney disease, immune-mediated diseases, diabetes, Cushing's, a lot of different diseases will cause high blood pressure. So this is a must-do test at least once a year on any cat over 10 years of age. Most importantly, when I'm looking at blood tests or urine tests, I'm looking at three main things in cats, BUN, creatinine, and the urine-specific gravity. Now, BUN and creatinine are two tests that are specifically eliminated by the kidneys. And when they're elevated, that means that kidney injury has occurred and typically means that 75% of both kidneys are no longer working. And that's going to result in the elevation of a kidney test. Now, depending on what country you live in, they're going to have different units on these blood tests. But in the United States, a normal creatinine is typically less than one to two. Two is kidney failure. That's twice higher than it should be. If you have a creatinine of three or four, that's three to four times higher than it should be. So while it doesn't sound like that dramatic of an increase, I really look at creatinine as an important way of being able to assess kidney function. Same exact thing with BUN. Normal BUN for a cat should ideally be approximately five to 15. If it's greater than that, that can be seen with kidney failure. I will say there's a new test that just came out called SDMA. And this is a newer kidney test that picks up on kidney injury earlier. It's thought to pick up on kidney injury when only 25% of kidney function is gone. When in doubt, talk to your veterinarian about these tests because sometimes we will see an elevation in some of these tests with other diseases like a feline urethral obstruction or blockage with diabetes, with hyperthyroidism. The last test I like to look at is a urine-specific gravity. This is a test I have to get off a urine sample. And a urine-specific gravity tells us how concentrated the urine is. Not to be gross, but here's a classic example. If you just went hiking in the woods for the past 10 hours and you forgot to bring a water bottle and you're completely dehydrated when you go to pee in the toilet, it's really concentrated yellow. And that means your urine-specific gravity is very concentrated. If you've been drinking water all day and you're really well hydrated, you may notice your urine is more clear and it's not as yellow. When we're looking at that, we're looking at the urine-specific gravity. We want a cat to be able to concentrate their urine really well. Again, they're desert creatures. They rarely drink water because they can concentrate their urine really well. A normal urine-specific gravity is greater than 1.050, or what we vets lazily call greater than 1050. If your cat has a urine concentration less than that, then we worry about kidney disease. So when in doubt, you can see how important these blood tests are. Remember, with significant elevations where your cat's BUN, creatinine, SDMA are elevated, you want to be seen and hospitalized potentially so we can put your cat on IV fluids to get these kidney tests down as low as possible. The other important tests that may be helpful 
to diagnose chronic kidney disease include x-rays, so we can look at the size of your cat's kidneys, and even an abdominal ultrasound. This typically has to be done by a board-certified veterinary radiologist or internal medicine specialist. They're trying to look at the architecture or the shape of the kidneys, because sometimes we can see certain abnormalities in the kidneys. The benefit of doing an ultrasound so we can look at the architecture or the inside of the organs is we can rule out a pyelonephritis, which is an infection within the kidneys themselves. We can rule out cancer in the kidneys, glomerulonephritis, which is the disease in the filtering part of the kidneys. Less commonly, we can see certain types of congenital diseases or abnormalities that have to be ruled out with more specific testing like ultrasound. Unfortunately, in Persian cats, we can see a disease called polycystic kidney disease. This is an inherited disease that affects kidney tissue, and it makes them have basically abnormal cysts in their kidneys and go into kidney failure at really, really young ages. I've seen Persian cats die of this as early as two to three years of age. Other less common causes of kidney disease in cats include amyloidosis, which is an inherited disease in oriental cat breeds like Siamese or Himalayan cats, the infectious disease, feline infectious peritonitis or FIP, or very rarely life-threatening kidney stones or ureteral stones. These are stones in the tube that go from the kidneys to the bladder and can cause severe kidney failure. Thankfully, With appropriate management and rapid diagnosis, some cats can live with chronic kidney failure for years. This is different from dogs that have a much poorer response to therapy. Depending on how elevated your cat's blood tests are or how high your cat's blood pressure is, or depending on how much protein your cat is losing into their kidneys, we may want to start a low phosphorus, lower protein diet, and a couple of medications to make your cat's kidneys work better. Some common medications we may use include a medication called benazepril, which helps minimize protein loss in the kidneys, or even medications that lower the blood pressure, like amlodipine or talmasartan. When in doubt, you can actually go to a website called International Renal Interest Society, or IRIS, I-R-I-S, guidelines, and work with your veterinarian on how best to treat your cat with chronic kidney failure. The IRIS guidelines were developed by the leading veterinary nephrologists out there. A few other things I like to do for chronic treatment of cats with chronic kidney failure is frequent blood work. I typically will do blood work every three to six months. The next thing I'll do is I will make sure that we're increasing water intake. This may be as simple as getting a water fountain for your cat or feeding a grueled canned food. In other words, feeding a appropriate canned food for your cat and adding in more warm water so they'll drink more water. In severe cases, I'll actually train cat owners on how to give fluids under the skin. This is called subcutaneous fluids. And a lot of cat owners do this at home once properly treated. Keep in mind that the sooner we veterinarians diagnose kidney disease, the sooner we can treat it and the longer your cat can live with chronic kidney failure. With appropriate care and treatment, cats with chronic renal failure can live a long, healthy life. But They do need supportive care and typically twice a year blood work for the rest of their life. How do we prevent kidney failure in cats? Well, unfortunately, there's not much we can do. Chronic kidney failure is often due to scarring of the kidneys, injury, untreated urinary tract infections, or even inherited causes. The biggest things you can do to prevent chronic renal failure in your cats include keeping poisons like Easter lilies or poisonous lilies out of reach, 
making sure your cat has fresh water at all times, or even bottled water if you use well water or potentially high mineral content water sources. Weaning your cat onto canned food, I'm a huge fan of canned food and cats, especially as they age, because then you can gradually increase their water intake by grueling more warm water into their canned food. Making sure your cat gets an annual exam at your veterinarian, especially as they turn over 10 years of age. And lastly, making sure to get annual blood work done at your vet, including that annual blood pressure to make sure your cat's healthy. This is one of the reasons why an annual veterinary visit is a must, especially as your cat ages, because it'll help us detect problems sooner. Remember, with chronic kidney failure and the majority of diseases out there, the sooner it's diagnosed, the sooner it can be treated. More importantly, if you notice any of the signs of chronic renal failure, like excessive thirst, excessive urination, please bring in your cat to your vet or your ER vet as soon as possible. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.